What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Welcome back. This week's episode is the magic of the first five clients. Now, is it magic? No, it's something simpler than magic. Magic creates this idea that we have this 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 unknown element, but no, no. So the magic of the first five clients are that there are two phases that you want to master in those first five clients. And in this episode, we're going to break them down. But before we do, I want to share with you something I am just delighting in this week. And this actually does apply to business because As a part of building your business, you're going to learn how to, for some of you, it's going to be to learn how to think about and be in your business. And for others of you, it's going to be to learn how to take yourself out of thinking about and learning about business. And for me, it's been the taking out part. And it's the learning to delight and enjoy other things. And so one of those things has been the wildlife around my house the birds, the squirrels, the bunnies, all the things. So this week, I'm sitting in my living room, and I'm looking out over the backyard. And there are these two little chairs, I don't know, smaller than the length of your hand. And when we first moved in, I mean, we saw them on the tree. And they're just like, they're, I don't know, six foot in the air, five foot in the air, maybe. And they're just two little chairs sitting beside each other. They look like sun chairs that you'd sit on the beach in. And they're cute. I thought it was kind of odd that they were there, but you know, whatever. But I'm sitting there in my chair in my living room. I'm looking out in the backyard and suddenly I see a squirrel sit down in a chair on the tree (laughs) and start to eat its nut. And it sat there for long enough for me to take a picture, take a video, call my husband like, hey, come over here and check this out. And my kids were watching and it was just so delightful, right? It was delightful to sit there and watch that squirrel eat a nut sitting in a chair. (laughs) It was crazy. So then the next day, I actually walked over to the tree and I realized that there's this giant screw through the front of it. And it's like, that doesn't look like it fits. And then I realized it must be a squirrel feeder. (laughs) And so even though nobody's lived in the house or fed the squirrels there for six months to a year, the squirrel must have just remembered that that was a place that hung out and got food at one point and (laughs) just sat there. So, so fun. So delightful. And that was my little story I wanted to share with you this week. So let's jump in to the magic of the first five clients. The two phases that you will master signing your first five clients. Now, why five, right? I just released a program and it's specifically for coaches, right? New coaches, but also coaches who haven't mastered these two processes. And it's to help them sign their first five clients. 
And the question I ask myself is why five? And the reason is, is because you get these two phases. And when you master these two phases and the things that go in them, not even master, we're talking like 75% proficient. (laughs) That's what I always love. Sometimes our mind thinks master means 100%. No, no. And so, but when you master these two phases, what you get is the ability to build your business without the struggle and the frustration of how do I sign clients? So there's two phases. The first phase is getting you in the area. Now, we could think of this as like in golf, right? What do they do? Okay, actually, I'm not a golfer. So this is the non-golfer's view of what I think they're doing, (laughs) right? What do they do? They're hitting the ball as far as they can and is in the right direction, right? (laughs) I can't even fathom thinking I could get the ball in the hole, but maybe that's part of the, the fun, right? But it's the same thing when you're learning how to sign that one first client. You are standing exactly where you're standing. And what you know is, is I want a client. And that client is the tiny hole where the golf ball goes. And so it doesn't matter how far away you're standing, right? It doesn't matter if you can see the hole or not because I don't think they can in golf. The idea is, is that you're, you're hitting the first ball to get in the area. Here's the other way I want to invite you to think of it, is that you're getting in the area. I think about when, before people knew how to measure temperature, and before people knew what the temperature that ice froze at, if they wanted something to freeze... They had to just get in the area of frozen. They had to just try it and see, right? They didn't know what frozen was. Now, here's what I like about this analogy in terms of your first client, the frozen analogy, is that you know you're in the right area, but you're still not super clear, right? It's not like, oh, I know exactly how I did that and I know what I'm going to do next. It's like, okay, I know some general things. I know I'm in the area. So the first phase of signing five clients is signing your first client. And that first client is going to be the most work you do because it's you getting in the area that you need to be. So how do we get you in the area? There are a few ways that I'm going to teach you how to do it. I'm going to talk about them on this podcast, but obviously you need to go join my program, The First Five, and I'm not going to just tell you how to do it, but I'm going to walk you through it. I'm going to teach you step by step, and I'm going to coach you as you run into every normal thing you're going to run into, because that's what happens, right? So how do you get in the right area? The first way you do it in phase one is you make decisions, and you don't just make decisions, We talked about this on last week's episode. You hold your decisions. And you don't just hold your decisions with willpower and force and like, right, white knuckling it. You make decisions and you hold those decisions in the way that feels very light and easy. And those are two different ways to hold decisions. And it's important that you don't white knuckle holding your decisions. Because when you do, right, that's when running and growing your business starts to feel exhausting. That's when you feel mentally and physically tired, even though all you did was use your mind. So the first phase, right, of getting you in the area is you make and hold decisions and very specific decisions, right? Like how much do I charge? 
How often do I show up and help my people? How do I like helping my people? Who do I want to help, right? A very basic set of decisions. You can go back to episode 112 and you can get that list of six decisions. The second thing you're going to do to get you in the right area to sign that first client is believe you can help your person. Now, it sounds simple. It sounds like, a, like what? That even needs to be on the list? But it does. Because in order for you to sign a client, you have to believe that you can help them. If you don't believe you can help them or your mind has these doubts and questions about it, you're not going to help them, right? You're not even going to show up and try for fear of either hurting them or not helping them, right? And, and the hurting them might be receiving money from them, but feeling like you can't give them that much value back. So it's believing you can help your person that it's worth more than the money they pay you. The third area we're going to get you into the area of signing that first client is now I, you can't see this, but I'm doing this with my hands. We're going to cut down on certain emotions, right? So my hands are going down like I'm orchestrating a, you know, I'm the conductor in an orchestra and we're going to raise up other emotions. Now, let me, let me get specific with this. Now, these are going to be your unique emotions because you actually have a set of emotions that we can bring down. Now, what does that mean bring down? It doesn't mean we're going to eliminate these emotions. It means we're going to cut them from 80% of your brain space to 40. We're going to, we're going to cut now. What, what, what might they be? They're going to be emotions like self-doubt. Self-doubt sounds like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can help them. I don't know if I'm the kind of person who can run a business. I don't know what I would even do with the money that they paid me. I don't want the money, right? Self-doubt. Other emotions we would want to bring down are emotions like confusion, uncertainty, indecision. And so when you think about these being emotions that take up a percentage of your headspace, your life, your business time, we want to cut down on uncertainty, self-doubt, confusion, not necessarily fear, but like giving it less airtime, even nervous, right? That's one of my go-to emotions. Anytime I do something new, I feel so nervous. <laughs> and it's funny because if I don't realize I feel nervous, my mind is like nervous, run away, not even run away, like definitely don't go forward. <laughs> so I have to watch for that because when I feel nervous, what I know my pattern is, is to not go forward. So we're going to, we're going to lower the percentage of time you feel certain emotions and we're going to increase the amount of time you feel other emotions. And you get to choose what those emotions are. I'm not going to tell you how you want to feel in your business. But they might be emotions like decisiveness, sufficient, validated, um, full, overflowing, um, a servant, valuable, love, uh, calm, um, committed, decisive. I might've already said that one, <laughs> right? So how do we get you in the area? We lower the percentage of time you feel certain emotions and we increase the certain amount, the, the time you feel other emotions that is going to get you in the area. The fourth thing we're going to do is we're going to develop your core, 
Now, if we were doing this and I was selling exercise videos, what would that be? That'd be like your your stomach muscle region, right? It's It holds up your entire body. And apparently when you develop it, it helps your back not hurt and all these good things throughout your body. There is a core of you. Now, it's not muscular, but it is an inner thing inside of you. And this is the space, right? When you hear people use the analogy of like your cup is full, that is your core. And the reason that this is important to you signing that first client is is because we have to make you feel whole and full and sufficient, right? There is a core inside of you that has to be addressed first. For me, I remember this was this was such good work for me, but I had to learn how to accept myself. And in learning how to accept myself, I was able to accept others. And that was such work for me because that like developed and strengthened my core. Other parts of your core though are giving yourself what you need. This is going to change for everybody, but I'm going to teach you how to do that with one simple question and then knowing how to do it. And so your core might need to feel safe. Because if you think about it, right, like when you are building a business, you're putting yourself out there. Sometimes you're sharing stuff that feels vulnerable, but sometimes you're just sharing on social media and social media can feel like an unsafe place sometimes. And so you have to address the inner core of you to feel safe, to create that safety for yourself. There might be a sufficiency because here's the thing, right? When I think about the word sufficient, it's this idea that you have what you need, You're not trying to get it from other people. You're not trying to like, well, I need to sign clients to validate me. I need to sign clients because I need their money. No, no. (laughs) When your core is solid and whole and and you are aware of it and constantly giving it attention because it's like a plant, right? Like your core isn't something you just watered once. We know what happens to those plants. It's something you're constantly giving attention to, to find out what you need. Because, right, when we think about getting you in the area, the fifth part of getting you in the area, and you have to do it with your core first, but the fifth part is so that you can focus on your person, right? Getting you in the area, notice how it's like there was so much that has to happen to get in the area of signing that first client that has nothing to do with your client, But the last part does. And so getting you in the area means you're going to focus on that person and your passion to help them. And you're going to refuel that passion yourself. You're not going to just let the emotion evaporate. You're going to fuel your own fire so that you feel eager, so that you feel compelled, so that you feel love. And just like that, that fun challenge of helping your people of getting in the area of that first client. So that is phase one. And what I think is so cool about this, right, is that you could actually sign five clients just getting in the area. Some people, right, some people who've already signed five clients, they're like, no, I've signed 30 clients just in the area. But we don't want to stop there, right? We don't want to stop in the area because when you just are in the area of signing clients, It's like building a business, playing a game of whack-a-mole. Yeah, 
whack-a-mole. <laughs> Maybe you haven't played the game. Let me paint the picture for you. There is, in your hand, you hold this like stick with like a big poofy thing on the top. And in front of you are like eight different holes. And it's, you know, what is it? Like a 30 second game. And so over the span of 30 seconds, these little heads, these mole heads are going to pop out of the hole. And the idea is, is that you're going to whack the mole on the head and then it's going to go down. And so the goal is that you have to whack every mole that pops up to get the highest score. And so when you're playing this game, how do you feel, right? You feel busy. You feel maybe some frustration and you're like, Ooh, where do I focus next? But you don't want your business to feel like a game of whack-a-mole. It's fun for 30 seconds, but it is not fun to think about doing that for the next year, multiple years and holding it every single day. You do not want to be in the general area of signing clients And so you stay busy. You get frustrated when you don't understand why it's not working with more precision. And you're frustrated when you don't know where to focus next. So learning this skill, you want to learn it in one client, right? You want to learn, you want to notice that you're learning how to get in the area with the very first client. But the second phase is client two through five. And in this phase, what you're learning how to do is to hone the skill, right? You're developing and refining your process and your mind and your skill base to not just be in the area, but now let's switch back to the golf analogy, right? But to get it in with precision, right? You're getting the ball in the hole with precision as opposed to just I'm in the area, in in terms of the freezing, it's I know that ice freezes at 30 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> you hear me question that? Uh. <laughs> I know what temperature ice freezes at. And I so I, I'm not just in the area of, you know, 20 to 30 degrees. I know what it is. And so in this second phase, there's something you're going to experience and you're actually going to experience it in phase one as well. But because you're in the, the like longer holding it phase now, you're going to probably experience it more, even though you have proof, right? Even though you have one client already. And what that is going to be is that your junk is going to come up. It's going to come up to even sign that one client, right? That's going to be part of getting you in the area, but it's going to be there as well. Clients two through five. And so not only are you building the skill of getting in the area, but you're, you're, you're doing this other skill, which is watching your mind and keeping it cleaned up and, and not only having an awareness of the junk, but accepting that it's there and part of the process, essential to the process. Let me repeat that. Every bit of quote unquote junk that comes up for you while you're signing your five clients is part of the process and essential. So let me give you an example of what some of this junk might sound like. It might be a thought like, man, I don't know if they should give me that money. I don't know if I can help them. I'm scared I can't help them. It might be thoughts like, I I don't know if I can help them with coaching. I don't know if this will work. I'm afraid it won't work. I, I think I need to be a better coach. I don't think I'm doing this very well. I think I should get more training. I think I need more practice. I don't think I should charge them. 
it might sound like, okay, well, I have this one client, but man, I don't think I could do this with five clients. This is going to take so much time. Um, I definitely couldn't do this with 10 or 20, right? Where your mind just starts to have these thoughts. And so that's the stuff, right? That's the junk you want to watch, notice, and then accept that it's there. It's part of the process. And so that's another element of this that you're going to be doing all the time. So phase two, what you're going to be doing is you're going to, you're going to know that the junk is coming. You're going to anticipate it, right? You're going to be watching and keeping that cleaned up. So that in phase two, you can hone and develop your skills, right? Not just being in the area, but getting precise. So this is the phase where you're going to build the habit of knowing how you create your results. Because the worst thing I see clients do right? I see coaches do is they, I mean, they even get to a hundred, two hundred thousand $200,000 in their business. And what I see them saying is, is I don't know how I created the results. I don't know how I did it. And because they don't know how they created their results, they don't know how they're going to replicate them. They don't feel in control of it. And so in phase two, you learn how to see that you are creating your results so that you never feel at the effect of clients. The second thing you're going to do in the second phase is you're going to develop the habit of learning from yourself, making adjustments, and doing it from curiosity and enjoyment. Because it's just inevitable, right? Like we do this in so many other areas of our business or of our life, but we have to bring this skill to our business. I was thinking about this. I have curly hair. And so it doesn't matter, right? It's with makeup, it's with clothes, it's with decorating your house. But I'm just going to tell you with with curly hair, right? It's like developing the habit of learning from yourself and making adjustments in curly hair means that I look at like, oh, my curls aren't curling as much on this side. Oh, what am I doing differently here? What, how, what can I try differently based on the result that I'm currently getting with my hair? Maybe I'll try a different product. Maybe I'll try blow drying it with maybe some cold air first and then some odd air. Maybe I'll let it air dry for a little while and then I'll finish, right? Like notice what I'm doing. I'm curiously and from enjoyment developing a habit of learning from myself and making adjustments. But what we do in our business is we're like, that didn't work. And then, and then what I see is they're like, they like the mind blames it on other things, attributes it to stuff that's completely wrong because the coach didn't learn from themselves. And so instead of learning from their exact situation of what their hair looks like, right, the business version, what they do is, is they go out and watch tutorials on how to do straight hair, or they, they watch something that says, oh, it's because you need this other thing. And then their coaches are completely on the wrong track, trying to solve for a problem that isn't actually a problem. So the second thing we're going to do in phase two is you're going to learn to develop the habit of learning from you, making adjustments and doing it from curiosity and enjoyment. And then the third thing we're going to do in phase two, and this is so fun, right? I think this is, I think this is what people always think the whole thing is going to look like. But remember, there's always so much we have to build this on because signing five clients isn't just like go talk to people, right? There is so much, there's so many other pieces of you that come into this. And so the third part of phase two, right? What it takes to sign two through five clients is that this is where you're going to hone your skill of focusing on your person. 
Now it is a skill, right? In, in getting in the right area, we're learning how to not think about our own self as much because that's the default of the mind and use our mind to think about our people and actually take our mind there on purpose. But in the second phase, you're honing that skill of focusing on your person instead of yourself, getting their attention. And this is so fun, right? Like this is what marketing is. Marketing is getting someone's attention. And again, we do it so naturally and effortlessly in our normal life. I watched my four-year-old. She saw a little girl she knew from school and they haven't seen each other in like a year. And we were at a restaurant. And so what my four-year-old did was she proceeded to do things to get her attention. And so she started like walking around more. She started like talking a little bit more loudly. She started, um, at one point she got up and went and sat in another chair and was kind of like talking to herself in a playful way, right? She was doing these things to like, and then watching and looking at the other girl, but she was doing things to get her attention. We do this in dating, If a girl wants a guy's attention, she's gonna do certain things. I remember with my husband, I wore heels, I wore a dress, I put makeup on, I think, I don't remember that part, but, um, you know, I stopped and talked to him more, (laughs) all these things. And so it's the same thing with your clients. You're just going to get their attention. And you want to love the process of getting their attention because you love them, right? Phase one, you learn to love them. Phase two is you're just learning how to get the attention of someone you already love. And then you're going to hone your skill of speaking to what they really want, of serving them and that willingness because you want to help them create what you know is possible for them. That idea of willing to keep adjusting and tweaking the only things that matter in order to help them right? Because so often what I see people do when they don't get the result they want of signing clients is they run off in a different direction to get in front of more people, get on more social media platforms, change their offer, create a lower priced offer. And what that stops them from doing is really doing the actual work of honing their skills, speaking to their person. And it's like that right there is is just such a valuable thing because you're just learning how to love your person so much that you're like, I'm willing to sit here and say this in a hundred different ways. I'm willing to put aside everything else that my brain might suggest is the problem and just focus right here. So that is the magic of the first five clients. And it's not the five clients that are magic, but it's the phases, the skills that you learn. It's the way you learn to even think about it. Like, oh yeah, the first phase, that first client is going to take the most energy and the most effort. And and it's, and client two, three, four, and five aren't going to take that equal amount, right? You're going to just have to put in a lot more energy and effort to sign that first client, And then you're learning new skills. So even those first five, even your first 10, right? You may, it may require a certain amount of energy and effort and focus. But as you build your business, if you're like, you know what? I want to have 20 clients. It doesn't take more time. It doesn't take more energy. It doesn't take more effort. That's what I'm actually going to be teaching in the next mastermind I offer, which is doubling your business, right? It's how to double without doubling your time and your effort, But you're going to learn these basis foundation things in my program, The First Five. 
because it's not just about five clients. It's about the skills that you develop and the phases of learning that you build in those first five clients. Okay, that's what I got for you this week. I can't wait to watch you build your coaching business because it's just so possible. And when you build your coaching business, what that means is that your unique people get helped. And so I actually get to help your people, your favorite people, by helping you. And I think about that. I think about my client, Kristen, who she coaches stepmoms. And so I help her, but really I'm helping stepmoms. I'm helping these families, these children, right? And we have so many families that have a stepmom in them. My my 17-year-old has a stepmom, right? And so I think about my me as a coach by helping you. I get to help your people. And I love that. I love feeling that ripple effect of how I get to change the world by helping you. And you get to change the world by helping your people. And that is the joy of coaching. Okay, I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. <laughs> These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.